You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. If it is evening, good evening. And if it isn't evening, then hello anywhere. My name is Roy Masters, and I'm going to talk about the dangers of diabetes, but the spiritual part of it. There's a spiritual, and if I can remember, it is eat this remembering me. Now, that is just a few words, but I want to share with you something immensely intriguing about those words. And if you have any questions on my subject, please keep it to my subject as much as possible. And if you want to call and argue with me or disagree with me or ask me to explain more about diabetes and perhaps cancer, but I'm going to keep it mostly to diabetes. But I want you to remember this. This is only a few words but I'll show you how powerful is what Jesus said, eat this, meaning food, remembering me. Now, I'm going to talk about this, but I'm going to, first of all, incite you to see something that very few people on earth have ever seen or heard. In this case, it's seen the food, that is, but the word take care. And that is something I'm going to share about. It's a, it is actually a technique or a trigger for a special person who did not know that the word take care drove her mad for most of her life. You know, up to about 60, 65 years old. And there was the words, but she never noticed the words. But if, any, if anybody said, take care, it becomes a terrible effect on the person that doesn't really hear it themselves. Let me just say it again, and then I'll I'll give it to you a little bit more so you will want to continue to listen to what I'm saying. There's a lady I know for a long time. She's worked for me for 14 years. I, and she's been listening to me since, God knows what, 50 years. And she was, she was getting better and better because the sickness was so horrible. But one day, when she left the house, I said, take care. And all of a sudden, a tremendous awakening, actually a kind of a shock of awakening, 
It was what Mother said after she beat her to the ground with cruelty and suddenly changes her face and says, Take care. And she did just the opposite, of course, for her whole life. But she forgot the words, Take care. And it, it, everybody, every time somebody said, Take care, she'd go crazy and get worse. And this went over years and years. And one day, when she left my house, I accidentally said, but I didn't say accidentally, because it's what I, I mean. Take care. But because it's my voice, and because I'm coming from a good place, she was able to see it. Oh, my God. That's my mother. Oh, my God. I did the opposite. I want to commit suicide, etc., 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 etc. But because my voice was coming from a different place, you could actually hear it and see it for the first time. Now I'm going to talk to you on the danger of diabetes and the same thing that you just heard can have an effect on exactly the same without you ever realizing it making you hungrier and hungrier and hungrier until you're dead. Most of you are going to die from eating too much, but it appears nearly always as a psychological factor or some stupid, terrible thing that will kill you. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Yes, before I start the program, I want you to know I do this program with my eyes closed. And the reason for it is because I don't do any, any work or memorizing things for this program. And so I'm talking to a, ma a machine, my computer, and there's nobody there. But I know there's somebody there behind that all over the country. But nevertheless, I'm talking to a machine. And that's difficult to talk to a machine, and you don't see people. You understand that? And it's, Im it's, it's important to in a sense, to have something to say. But I don't do any program reading anything or memorizing anything. I know the subject, and the subject is diabetes and why you will die from it. And not only die from it, but go to hell, if you don't mind me putting it that way. If you're a Christian, you've got to be careful. 
And if you're not a Christian, you better listen to a, a Jewish boy that understands Jesus better than most preachers. And so, in the beginning, as I was, if you missed this program, you missed a very important part, but I'll try to uh, get you to hear it. Now, here it is what I said just a few minutes ago when I said I was talking about diabetes killing you. It was come from the Bible, eat this food, or eat this, remember, remembering me. And in the, it's a, that is important. And then I want to bring you back to, to another thing that I spoke about early, and I just will repeat it. The lady that is a friend of the family, and has listened to me for God knows 45, 50 years, and she's come a long, long way. But I just want to say something quick to you, and I want to put it in my subject matter of diabetes and, and hogging yourself to death. And one day she, she, I helped her immensely overcome nearly all her problems, and it was all done but one thing. One day... As she left the door open, as she, as she opened the door to go out, I said, take care. And with that was a huge shock. Wow! She woke up. What was that? Well, it was this. And she didn't know she had it. Now listen carefully. The word, take care, she doesn't remember, but it affected her. I didn't know that, but I discovered it by saying, take care as she left the house, okay? That's clear. I'm, I'm sure it's clear. But I want you to know that just a words like that from a horrible mother, wicked mother, she was cruel to her. And then when she was upset and angry and going crazy, she says, take care. And the sarcasm multiplied, the horror. But she did the opposite. She, did, she went crazy. Every time she did that, she did just the opposite. I won't take care. I won't do this. I won't do that. And she, and she did terrible things, horrible things, self-destruct. And I thought we were finished, but that was not finished. I want you to know, that if a person has a belt buckle, if your father had a belt buckle and he whacked you with it, if you have it, see a man with a belt buckle on, it's similar, on almost similar, you will react to that person as if he was the father that did it to you and have an angry feeling towards them for waking. In other words, you can do that with anything. Just the words, take care, or the, ba the, the, um, I forgot the name of it, isn't it ridiculous? The belt buckle. It could be anything. It could be a sound. It could be, I don't know, the way you look. It could be anything. When I do, when I do hypnosis, when I do hypnosis, I use my tie. I said every time I touch my tie, 
you'll go deeper into sleep. You'll do exactly what I say. And just the tie, just right away there and then. And touch the tie. If I touch your shoulder, you go to sleep. And so when I touch the shoulder, they go to sleep. Now, it's hypnotic. And you'd be surprised how hypnotized you all are. And what is the, hypnot- what is the hypnot- hypnotist now? The hypnotist is food. Yes, that's right. I see people walking everywhere. When I came to this country, people were polite, noble, trim, healthier, kinder. Everything has changed. And what I see walking in the streets and wherever you go is people all fat and ugly. Fat and ugly. Now, there are other reasons for being fat, but don't look to that. You want to look to the fact that you're hypnotized by food. Now, I want you to hear what I took out of the Scripture regarding that. And Jesus said, Eat this remembering me. That is the same same equivalent if you understand it, if you are um, indoctrinated in a special way or realizing it. You could use this, eat this remembering me, and be, and be frightened by your preacher to keep on eating that way. And to keep on eating that way, if it's an emotional thing that the preacher made you fear, that you sh- if you don't eat remembering him, you'll go to hell. That is not what I'm talking about. It, it has to be something like take care, which is only just a couple of words that's all, but it had, if you knew, if you understood that, you could drive that woman mad. But she didn't know it, and I didn't know it, and the only way it was re- re- revealed is because my voice isn't the cruelty voice of the mother. It was something about brightness in my expression. Take care, it was real. Where, where the mother wasn't that way. She said, take care of her, destroying her every time. And so every time somebody said, take care, she went into one of those crazy downloads, so to speak. Now, I want to talk to you a little about food and why it's the most, especially if you don't have much food, it still applies in many ways, but I'm talking about a country that has everything, and everybody can seem to afford drugs, alcohol, all kinds of food, anything. But the most dangerous of them all is related to the food, because we inherit. We inherit 
a system from paradise lost. When I say, eat this remembering me, when Jesus said that, I, I'm Jewish, and but he is my teacher. And I want you to know that. And I am used to understand hypnosis, and I understand how the mind works. And just because you hear the words, eat this remembering me, and you sit down and at the table and you hold hands and you talk, but you forget. You forget that when you eat it, your food, you should be remembering him. But remembering, remembering him isn't like take care. It could be. And if it was that way, you'd shock you into a panic, basically, a compulsion to do what the, the, your parson told you and programmed you to. It's a, it can program you to it, and it isn't the same. We'll be right back. I'll be talking about that in a few minutes. You're listening to Advice Live with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Well, it's very simple. In a matter of speaking, if you, if it's true, I believe it's true, that the story of the human race the beginning of the human race is that, first of all, you have to have some common sense. And what I mean by that is you have to understand some little physics. In the beginning, here's the scriptures again, and I'll come back to the point in a minute. In the beginning, there was the void and darkness was on the face of the deep. And then God said, let there be light. And so where did the light come from? It's important. It's important to my subject matter because there has to be a God that creates everything. Because in the beginning there was a void and every physicist knows that's true. That's what's more fundamental. They're beginning to discover, I've already said it, and it's probably out there, and the physicists are beginning to see that what I'm saying is correct, is that what I'm saying here is that in the beginning there was a void and darkness is on the face of the deep. But where did the where did the singularity come from? The singularity is a word meaning let there be light. They're both the same. But science doesn't see the the connection to which we um, I can't find the words. Excuse me. Relationship 
with the words. Stay there. Yes, I've been up. I just hold a second. I just want to tell my audience. I've been up since uh, four in the morning. Four in the morning, and I've been working on my my working since then. And I'm a bit tired, so I'll just give it up for this evening, if you don't mind. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate it. Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the foundation of human understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com donate. That's fhu.com donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. Discover an easy and simple drug-free antidote to overcome alcoholism, drugs, smoking, and other various addictions with a simple app, Discover Cure Stress. With the Cure Stress app, you can begin to walk away from addiction in just seven minutes. And this seven-minute technique is free on the Cure Stress app. Break the endless loop of negative thoughts. Improve how you interact with people at work or at home with the Cure Stress app. You can finally heal from past traumatic events or resolve relationship difficulties. It can even help you cope with post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. And it only takes seven minutes free with the Cure Stress app. Change your life without effort and in the comfort and privacy of your home in just seven minutes with the Cure Stress app. Free and available now on Apple App Store and Android Google Play. Finally, Cure Stress with the Cure Stress app. Listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1 800 866 8883. Anthony. How are you, Anthony? Pretty good. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Very good. Um, I'm calling because I'm an expectant father and I'm really concerned with passing on resentment down to my kids. Uh, through anger. I have, I do have a temper, but I'm kind of like an earlier caller where it's kind of masked with uh, cigarettes and food. Well, so, you can't, then you can't help but pass it to your children because you can't cover it. Uh-huh. You, you have a, it, it, your resentment, no matter how you try to cover it, it reeks like smell of burned firecrackers as far as they're concerned. They know something's going off in there. And you will affect your children just by your body language, just your, your sheer mere presence. And angry mothers, resentful mothers, infect their own children, even though the children have no understanding of language. It even comes through the milk. See? That's why people have problems with food. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I've had a problem with it my whole life, pretty much, as far back as I can remember. I just... 
knowing what I had, you know, had, had to go through, I just, I don't want my kid to have to go through that. What did you go through? Well, you know, just, I mean, being overweight since, I mean, I was a kid. Funny you know, I should mention that. Having right? to put, you know, constant walls up of, I mean, I was always the, you know, the comedian type of character. You know what I mean? Where well, joke, go, joke, back, joke. Go, go back to your mother. Uh-huh. Well, what problem did you have with your mother? As if I didn't know. I don't, I don't know. She's kind of like, I mean, she was a good mother. She was, she was just, you know. Like big Italian family type of a yeah, thing. Well, yeah, but, you know. Food, 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 happiness type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't help it. Are you hungry? No. Well, they give you food anyway. It's one no, of those she, things. And a constant apology, which I, which I kind of know. She was always, always seducing you, to, into making you into a little pig for her own satisfaction. Do you remember that lady I just spoke to about a little while ago that felt calm when she made somebody angry? Yeah. Did you hear that caller? Uh-huh. Did you hear the story about the Beirut people in the, in, the, in the mental institution on the top of their building looking down at all the chaos and murder and killing going down there and then becoming calmer than any drug you could ever give them? Mm -hmm. Well, your Italian mother did the same thing. She always felt important making you into a pig. Okay? Yeah. She enjoyed, enjoyed your indulgence uh -huh. and gave her happiness. But it robbed you of, your, of who you were. Uh-huh. Sorry to say that. Yeah. And you become addicted to, so in other words, food is mama. So all the every anxiety you ever had always goes back to stuffing yourself with food because you're getting more of mother. Mm-hmm. And so, you, you you know, you're going to have a problem, a crisis of identity too. You're more of a woman than a man if you come to really face it. I don't know about that. Yes, yeah, inside. Uh-huh. I guess I'm, I'm more I'm, I'm emotional, I guess. Yeah. Or I have high highs. I have there you go. Lows, there like, you go. Like that. Well, that's not, that's not masculine. It's feminine. Men, not, but men don't stoop to emotions like that. Men are not emotionally... Uh, um, uh, men should not be emotionally inclined. But they should be the balance of the woman who is emotional. They should balance her and never be upset by her emotionality. This is the calming, the true calming effect that a, the true love of a man can have for a woman. Uh -huh. This is what she needs. Otherwise, her emotions rule you. Mm -hmm. And she has contempt for your failure to modify her behavior with your love. See what you're saying? So you actually become a little bit like your mom. Was your mom overweight too? No. Actually, no. She was skinny, like a eh? Toothpick. She was skinny as a toothpick, huh? Yeah, pretty. I mean, still yeah. is pretty right. much. I mean, I'm. But it was. It, I. I don't know if I have at all broken the cycle. I mean, I married a woman who's. I would say, complete opposite of her. Um, yeah, well, Italian yeah. doesn't really cook. <laughs> but I mean, do I but, take but the you role like, of mother, you, where she takes the role of father in a way? But you're playing the role of your mother. Role. You got a. You got a role change here. Exactly. Thank That's you. That's my problem. I told you. You got a role change. She's the man. You're the woman. You're, you're, you're the Italian mother. Yeah. And listen, if, if, if nobody was around, you know, you'd be your own mother. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> you'd be sitting in the kitchen with a little chef's hat on, you know, singing little songs while you eat. That's the thing I don't cook either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't want anything to do with food at this point, but, I mean, it is, it's, it is still an issue. I mean, no, it's an identity problem. Food has... Food is the, um, it represents mother's love. 
mother's affection. And mother's affection is your problem because mother's affection is your inf infection. It's your weakness. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Anthony, you secretly loathe your mother. You secretly hate her for that. There is a moment of, of resentment in that issue. but I Sure, think sure. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But much more. There's more resentment there than you can shake a stick at. Mm -hmm. Because you see, you've covered. So when, whenever, whenever there's, whenever you could, whatever reason. Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the foundation of human understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com slash donate. That's fhu.com slash donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. Discover an easy and simple drug-free antidote to overcome alcoholism, drugs, smoking, and other various addictions with a simple app, Discover Cure Stress. With the Cure Stress app, you can begin to walk away from addiction in just seven minutes. And this seven-minute technique is free on the Cure Stress app. Break the endless loop of negative thoughts. Improve how you interact with people at work or at home with the Cure Stress app. You can finally heal from past traumatic events or resolve relationship difficulties. It can even help you cope with post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. And it only takes seven minutes free with the Cure Stress app change your life without effort and in the comfort and privacy of your home in just seven minutes with the cure stress app free and available now on apple app store and android google play finally cure stress with the cure stress app 
It's time to face the facts. If you don't conquer stress, stress will conquer you. Dr. George Hader, psychiatrist and diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. It's the only approach that I've ever seen in the whole field of psychology which allows you to which doesn't just set you up to take the next course in whatever type of psychology that you may be studying. It truly teaches you how to understand yourself and make decisions on your own and gradually grow as a person, become more confident and more effective. Be still and know. Visit FHU.com and download the concentration exercise entitled Be Still and Know. Be Still and Know is rooted in ancient biblical principles that help you fight those unseen forces that up until now you have not understood. Visit FHU.com or call 1-800-877-3227. Be Still and Know and begin a new life free of fear, worry, and struggle. Untold thousands have acquired helpful insight into their lives through help from the Foundation of Human Understanding. Your donations and continued patronage allow us to continue our work to improve the human condition. Through our radio extension of Advice Line with Roy Masters and our website at FHU.com, we will continue to offer answers to the tough questions that life presents. Great inner peace can be discovered through the practice of meditation. Roy Masters offers his meditation exercise titled Be Still and Know on the Foundation's website, FHU.com. Now you can release the binds that tie you, learn to break those unhealthy addictions, overcome anger, rage, and insecurity. It all begins with a proper mindset. The Foundation website offers you the gateway to a more meaningful existence. Inner peace can be discovered through the practice of meditation titled Be Still and Know at FHU.com. You can also call the Foundation Monday through Friday at 1-800-877-3227. That's 1-800-877-3227. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Tony, are you there? I'm here, Roy. Good evening. Good evening. I'm calling about a subject I haven't heard you talk much about, and that is uh, gambling addiction, of which I am I am uh, someone who's suffering from. or I've put, put myself in a position where I'm, uh, I, I guess, a degenerate gambler, and... Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard you talk in the past uh, about other types of addiction, and at the opening of tonight's program, you mentioned how they're all connected, pretty much. They are connected, yes. And I just... Uh, did you agree with that? I did agree with that, but it wasn't specific enough. It's, no, of course it because wasn't. Because I've, I've been a person, a very moral person, and uh, pride myself in how I've conducted my life, but in the last two to three years, I've slowly sunk deeper and deeper into gambling addiction, and I've... I'm at the point where I've lost just about everything I have. I'm being evicted from my apartment, and I've lost my car, and my marriage is Are you single? My marriage, I'm I'm in the process of a divorce right now. My wife had enough in January. No children. It's my second marriage. So, in other words, your failure is a man. Absolutely. And... um, Without question. Could you... How long have you been uh, gambling? Well, off and on for about six or seven years, but only in the last two or three after a couple of trips to Las Vegas has it really dramatically increased, and it's carried over to, no, to you know my, 
my life, even when I just don't go on vacation. How, how, long, how long have you been a married man? I mean, the first, uh, the, the first, the first, the first marriage was, was only about four months. And it was and a complete was mistake. How a long year. was the second one? A year. Yeah. And how long was the second one? A, a year, year and a half. We were together about five years. So, in other words, it was like marriage. Very much so. We, we'd been living together all along anyway. So, were you a gambler before you, you were married? I was keeping it a secret, but yeah, I was you know, only showing myself to be just someone who dabbled in gambling. And so, when was the first time you... you what was your first experience with gambling? I mean, can you remember the first time well, my you gambled? Fa my, father was, my father was a bookmaker. He was involved in gambling heavily ah, throughout his entire life. And, and I can remember him on the phone Sunday mornings for three and a half hours taking all the bets for... And how did you feel towards it? How did you feel towards uh, it? As a, as a boy, I thought it was glamorous. I thought it was exciting. I mean, I would tell all my friends at school, hey, my dad's a bookie, and he, you know, he runs numbers and all this stuff, and... And uh, I thought it was something that so was like father, a badge your, of honor. Your father seduced you. I believe so. Wasn't that seductive? Isn't that a bad example? It was. By the time I'd reached my 20s, though, I, I didn't even think about it. You know, he was long gone, and for for years and years, I wasn't even involved in but gambling at all. And then all of a sudden, I just got involved in it. It was, but the seed was planted, wasn't it? It was there, and the I guess planted. As you started to gamble and you started to lose, did you find yourself becoming resentment towards uh, I, your loss? Towards my loss, yes. And, and when, and you lose, time, when you lose, you get resentful. Well, yeah, very angry. And and then when I'd win, it would never be enough. I Oh, I should have bet more. I should have bet more on the, on the four horse. I should have bet more on Cincinnati. You know, I should have, uh, you know, it's like it was never good enough. Even I couldn't even enjoy success even when i the marginal success that i did have well no well because you see success is success is a failure mm -hmm. you understand Part, success it's a component is failure. of the addiction that's correct because success is to come down to experience the false euphoria of anything is to come away or fall into conflict with your conscience see mm -hmm. you said that you were a moral decent man and and you understand what morals are? They're invisible. They're invisible set of laws that follow us, yep. trying to trying to redeem us from what we fall into, right? Yes. And so whatever we fall into, um, uh, takes shape in us. We tend to become um, re recreated by our our corruption. Do you see that? I see. You do. And so when you become recreated by your corruption. A self takes hold of you, takes root in you, that is in conflict with what kind of man you could become. The trouble is, this, the guilt of it and the, un, and the unwillingness to face the reality of your mistake drives you to keep making the same mistake over again. The repetitiveness of gambling, the repetitiveness mm -hmm. of alcohol or smoking or drugs, it doesn't matter what it is, or sex, is always um, a reinforcement. How can I say that? The repetitiveness of drugs or anything is simply a means of escaping the reality of your mistake. It represents an, a stubbornness, an unwillingness to admit you're wrong, and a compulsion to hide in the very thing that corrupts you. It makes you feel good. It, it promises but never delivers. It always ho holds out hope. Even if it delivers, it only makes you addict addicted to more delivery. It just, so, it just prolongs the addiction. Is that's all right. It.
What's on your mind? Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Hi, this is David Masters. For over 50 years, my dad, Roy Masters, has been helping people who could never be cured by conventional means. As a matter of fact, so many lives have been affected that without him, the world would be a different place. But what about you? Has your life been affected? Has your life changed for the better? Have your family relationships and your work environment changed for the better? My dad has a difficult time asking people for help, so I'm happy to do it for him. Please make a contribution to the Foundation of Human Understanding at FHU.com or write to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Soldiers coming back from the battlefield will appreciate your donation because they will get the coping strategies provided by Roy Masters for free to keep them from committing suicide. And this radio program, every program you hear, is supported by you, the listener. Go to FHU.com and make a contribution or write to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Are you struggling with a sexual problem? You need to read Roy Masters' book, Understanding Sexuality. In Roy Masters' book, he says, The great white father of psychiatry, Sigmund Freud, came very close to basic truth, but before he had quite reached it, he veered off into the outer reaches of scientific confusion. If only he had been able to view the facts that his searching mind uncovered by the light of spiritual discernment, he might have discovered the truth about man's nature. He might have discovered, for instance, that the sex drive in man is somehow linked with and blossoms from a traumatic experience with a parent long forgotten, of course, but nonetheless there at the core of his being, surrounded and hidden by the concentric growth rings of subsequent traumatic experience that have binded him to the original violation of his human identity. It's Understanding Sexuality by Roy Masters. Go to FHU.com, FHU.com, or call 1-800-877-3227, or write to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Stress does not have to inhibit your progress in life any longer. Because now there's the Cure Stress app. According to Dr. Richard Titus, Cure Stress is a calming technique unlike anything you've ever tried. Ron Carlson, Ph.D., said it contains in the practice the seeds to freeing us from our bondage and slavery to compulsive thoughts and negative emotions. What's on the Cure Stress app? A quick seven-minute audio guides the listener through the technique. George M. Hader, M.D., says it's the only approach I have ever seen in the whole field of psychology which allows you to become independent, competent, and effective. Go to CureStressApp.com. Stress does not have the power that it had before. Cure Stress is available on the App Store and Google Play for free. If you don't control stress, stress will control you. Free yourself from negative emotions. Go to CureStressApp.com right now. Endorsed by healthcare professionals and used since 1960, this free app contains guided audio programs at CureStressApp.com. Feel free again. Go to CureStressApp.com right now. What's on your mind? Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. I have a conscience, and I know this conscience has my best interest at heart. I know that. If as long as I listen to it, I will never fail. It will always carry me through bad experiences and always help me to reach uh, undauntingly, unfailingly, towards my goal, whatever goal it is it has in mind for me. I don't set my own goals. I just get up in the morning, listen to my conscience, and everything that's clear to me I do, and everything that isn't clear to me I don't. And I don't have any worries. 
I just listen. I'm, I'm a faithful steward to the things that my conscience in a wordless way tells me. And now there are laws of the conscience that if we obey them, like laws of the land, that make us American laws of the Constitution. It makes us different from other kinds of people if we, if we love our Constitution and obey our laws. Isn't that correct? Yes, it is. In other words, America is a different world because we the laws of the conscience are on the books. Judeo-Christian heritage, right? Mm-hmm. And so this has made us a unique country, even though we're not perfect. But the laws of the books, uh, our laws on the heart as laws on the books, is, is very helpful, even though it doesn't make us perfect. Follow? Okay, now, so now. But as long as, but more is required. The problem with each one of us individually is that we do not listen we're not loyal to our conscience. We long for something forbidden. We long to be something we, something more glorious than merely a servant of the Most High. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. We want to get high. We want something to tell us how wonderful we are, how great we are. And in that, we're doing business with the devil. Even though you don't see him with horns, you don't see him in red pajamas, he's always there lurking, responding to your latent dissatisfaction with living the boring conscience life. All of that? Mm. It isn't for me a boring conscious life, by the way. You know, I have a different life. And, and you, if, you, if you follow that conscience and let the conscience redeem, redeem you from, your, from, from your, your, the mess that you've fallen into from broken promises and, and, and broken hearts and a broken life, if you listen to your conscience and, and you give up your pride and repent of your sins, as in, in religious parlance, religion tells you to do, then you get restored. You, in other words, you will have sovereignty over your emotions. As long as you listen to your conscience, the conscience is simply the word of God in your heart. That's the closest you're going to get. Some The Bible calls it the Holy Spirit. And if you can allow that to lift you out of the morris of your misery, so it lifts you above your morbid thoughts. You'll have sovereignty over your thoughts, over your emotions, and over the temptations of the world. You'll be remolded through your mind from within. These laws of the heart, once they are under, once they are obeyed, separate you from the seductiveness that lurks in the foliage of our environment. And so, I do recommend, before you, I go into a long dissertation with you about what causes your problem, the, the fine details, you'll see it. If you get my materials, if you don't have the money, I'll give it to you. And you just sit quietly, get above your thoughts where the light is. And you, where that is, you, when that, you experience that light above your thoughts, beyond the prison of your thoughts, there's a light waiting. And this light will infuse you with something of, it, of himself. And this will carry forward like a, a river flowing from a mountain into the sea into your emotions, into your behavior. And so you'll, it will form a wall around you that will insulate you, make you bulletproof to temptation. And you'll be, in other words, the, as the Bible says, you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. You see, if you just do that, give your life over to the light, listen to your conscience, it will never fail you. Never. But if you listen to this other voice that, that makes you keep making the same mistake over and over again only if I did this, only if I did that if you keep listening to that you, it, you will never I've never always felt that, you know, I've always said to myself, this one last bet is going to turn everything around and then I'm out of the game forever. But, you, but you're willing to be lied to I always to. figure, okay, the Super Bowl's coming up I, I know who I like, I know you what the threat is but that's and, your thoughts. And I'm going to be out and then two weeks later I'm on my way to Vegas to go blow another ten grand 
Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the Foundation of Human Understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com donate. That's fhu.com donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. Discover an easy and simple drug-free antidote to overcome alcoholism, drugs, smoking, and other various addictions with a simple app, Discover Cure Stress. With the Cure Stress app, you can begin to walk away from addiction in just seven minutes. And this seven-minute technique is free on the Cure Stress app. Break the endless loop of negative thoughts. Improve how you interact with people at work or at home with the Cure Stress app. You can finally heal from past traumatic events or resolve relationship difficulties. It can even help you cope with post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. And it only takes seven minutes free with the Cure Stress app. Change your life without effort and in the comfort and privacy of your home in just seven minutes with the Cure Stress app. Free and available now on Apple App Store in Android Google Play. Finally, cure stress with the Cure Stress app. Are you suffering with PTSD after being in the military? You should see what people are saying about Roy Masters online. In my experience as a commander who mobilized and returned thousands of wartime veterans, I have seen soldiers make rapid improvement through the use of Be Still and Know. Major General George R. Harris. Google Roy Masters PTSD. You'll see what I mean. The Be Still and Know exercise works for me. It calms my soul, enhances my thinking, and improves my emotional regulation. I'm thankful to be a more resilient chaplain. Lieutenant Colonel Philip Pringle, Southern Baptist. Go online and Google Roy Masters now. You'll be amazed at what you find. I must say on the basis of 20 years' experience that the application of this exercise has made a significant contribution to the treatment of the great majority of those who have used it. Dr. George Hader, diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. You need to see what people have to say about Roy Masters online, on your computer, tablet, or even your smartphone. Go online and search for Roy Masters PTSD Military. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Don't you see? Your thoughts are not your own. Your thoughts are... I'm possessed by this this conscious, this this alternate consciousness. You're possessed by the alternate consciousness, and it it thinks through you. It's a lie. It makes you think that... Yes, but you're addicted to lies. You're addicted to lies. Once you fall for the lie, you become addicted to it, and your enemy becomes reality. And your refuge is more lies and more hope that becomes hopeless. All right, Tony, would you give it a try? Thank you, Roy. Yes, I will. I will. Thank you. Give my cassette. Everybody, give my cassettes a try, please. Hello, Joyce. Hello, Roy. 
You're on the air. I'm on the air. Uh, Roy, I, I know what you're talking about very well. Um, intimidation by my mother. And I, I'd like to say that I, well, I'd like to say it to whomever is listening that what you're saying is so true because in time you do lose your identity and you do, your, yes. your life totally and hurt others uh, also. And in this particular case, I speak that I hurt my husband. Oh, sure, you do. Uh, uh, I'm calling in. I do have your book and uh, your uh, tape. And I'm a, a beginner at this. And I have a long, long uh, uh, time to have dealt with it. And I tell you, I have a fear. It's almost like, do I, I really want to deal with it anymore? Or do yes, I, you do. I, yes, I, yes. I just give up? No, no, no. no, I'm, no. I'm expressing a real fear to you. I know. I'm I know. tired. I know, no, no. But you're worn out from what wrong resisting. You see, because when you resist your, the, the tyrant in a wrong way, they, the, the resistance is based on hostility, resentment, in other words, and that resentment is the wrong way, and it, 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 it weakens you. Um, it, it binds you closer to the person you, you're resenting. See, it creates a fear. Yeah. It creates, it creates a guilt, and it creates a guilt, too, because when you resent your mother, it's not a holy thing. It's not a wholesome thing to resent one's own mother. No. As a matter of fact, it's not a wholesome thing to resent anybody to hate them because it's the wrong way to deal with the adversary adversaries know that if they can intimidate you and you are on your own now let's see if i can explain this um you can tell i can tell myself how far from god i am by the fear i have in dealing with authority follow that yes in other words if i have any fear i know that i'm a little too far from my creator. I have to resolve that fear, and I find that the fear has come comes from from resentment. And usually, uh, the way to, that most people overcome fear is to become more resentful to overcome the fear. But that only separates them from the ground of their being, and makes them more guilty and fearful because resentment is the run or fight, the fight or flight principle. In in in, in simple animal terms. And leaving the spirit out, the guilt of it, and the separation from God, you see, uh, the being being drawn away, kicking and screaming, so that you are bonded closer to the person you're hating, through guilt. Leaving that part out, anger or resentment is fight, or run. And so the run part is fear. And but the resentment part separates you from God, and joins you to the makes you subject to the intimidator spiritually. So they get inside you when you respond. And so, but if you, if you were bonded to God, you would not respond with resentment. And not responding resentment is equal to loving them. So when a person tests you and you're, you love God and you have this bond, a growing bond with him, you learn, the first lesson you learn is not to be intimidated, meaning... You learn not to be resentful when you are intimidated. And when you've learned that lesson, your fears start to disappear and your strength, your union with your creator is strengthened, is restored and strengthened, and the fear of the adversary starts to go away. And the adversary loses power. I hope I explained that. Did I? Uh, yes. I have an example that happened uh, 
and I will say it very quickly, it was only a couple of days ago I got a call, and I, I did not respond correctly. I'm, you know, still meditating. And, and how did you? How did you respond? Well, I, I, I responded in actual fear, but the strangest thing happened. I felt like I was five years old. And I, yes. I felt exactly like I was five years old. Because that, that, that's... That's the that's the immature. That's the where it started. I was petrified. It renews it renews the, your infantile relationship with your with your mother. Oh. But at the same time, what right? Listen, right behind that fear. Yes. Is resentment. Oh. Right behind it. If, now listen carefully. It's next time it happens with your to yes. whomever. Yes, yes, yes. I realized that it was shocking. Okay. Now listen carefully. Okay. The resentment, the resentment towards your mother as a child. Remember, intimidation. The first, the first thing, the first experience a child experiences with anyone who's cruel to them is hostility. Uh, there's injustice there. Injustice produces anger, right? Right. Okay. That's how we deal with injustice. And suddenly, this face of a mother that's supposed to be your your friend. And and to love you, son of this monster, this mean person. So it is a shock, and the resentment is there. It, it, the child is tempted away from its innocence. It stops growing at that point, and it takes on the identity of the of the mother. It, it takes on the identity that the the mother or the person penetrates and puts something of herself inside that now is dependent upon her approval. You see now, but the resentment also creates fear. It creates a sensitivity to the physical presence of the person, and it distances you from the spiritual presence of God. You follow that? Yes. That would be your strength. Follow? Uh, yes. Now, now, so this is what you need to understand. Wait for the next time that this sort of thing happens. Prepare yourself for it. Do a little meditation. You know how to do it. And then it won't be long before something intimidating Especially a mom like that, producing that terror. Stand, watch the terror. Don't be afraid to experience the terror. Do not be afraid. It's okay. It's there. It's got to be dealt with. But you don't deal with with any anger. If you're angry with your own fear, it'll get worse. Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the foundation of human understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com donate. That's fhu.com donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. 